Super Bowl is coming up here in less than a week. San Francisco 49ers, Kansas City Chiefs should be a good one. I was hoping for the Seahawks, but you know, that doesn't happen all the time. Uh, which got me to think, the last quarterback to take the San Francisco 49ers to the Super Bowl was Colin Kaepernick. When the 49ers faced the Baltimore Ravens in, I think, Super Bowl 47 in uh, February 2013, so seven years ago, uh, Kaepernick, pretty good quarterback. You got to be good to take a team to the Super Bowl, right? Biggest game on earth, NFL. But uh, Colin, uh, who you could argue would be in the prime of his career, hasn't played for a few years. Not since he took a stand. Uh, not since he took a knee during the national anthem for something he believed in. It doesn't matter whether you support him or not. That's not what this uh, discussion is about. He took, in his mind, a principled stand. And you could say it cost him his career. Now, a few interesting things happened as a result. Of course, it got political pretty quickly, and we can go into there. Uh, but then, uh, not long ago, I think it was a year and a half ago, uh, September 2018 or so, Nike ended up releasing a long, like, two or three minute ad featuring Colin Kaepernick, an ad narrated by him, and it generated a fair amount of blowback and calls for boycotts. But hey, it's Nike, right? A multi-billion dollar company, multinational company. They can afford to stand up for something they believe in, right? Back to the NFL. The whole Colin Kaepernick issue is fascinating from so many angles. The NFL is a big organization. Of course, they can run it the way they want. Until just a year or two ago, the multi-billion dollar organization was technically a trade organization that represented 32 teams. I think it was actually 2015 they changed from an unincorporated nonprofit. 501c6 uh, registered as a nonprofit to a regular profit organization. But here, and we're getting interesting, the NFL is an organization. They hire people to work for them. What are some of the jobs? Well, players, of course, and coaches. So the players and coaches are labor. The team owners and the organization is management, which if you simplify it, Colin, who is labor, Colin Stand was frowned upon by management. And management can decide whether they can hire you or not. Uh, no matter your skill, if your political activity is not suited towards management's aims, you might not get to keep your job. Now, again, that's an interesting discussion, and I would point you to, and I'll put this in the show notes, a uh, fascinating podcast discussion I heard the last couple of days about the whole sports, politics, race issue on Chris Hayes's Why Is This Happening uh, with an author who wrote a book about it. I'll make sure to put a link in the show notes. It's definitely worth your time to listen if that uh, topic is of interest to you. Now, there have been many other sports figures that have stepped into politics, the world of politics. I think the uh, first thing I thought of was uh, Muhammad Ali, when he came out against the Vietnam War in the 60s, refused to be inducted because he didn't believe in it. There was Tommy Smith and John Carlos in their Black Power salute at the 1968 Mexico City Olympics. Uh, Pat Tillman, was going to be a big NFL player, had a contract signed, but he joined the U.S. Army in the wake of the September 11 attacks. He thought his uh, goal or his his life should be used to fight the war that he believed in instead of being on the football field. Cost him his life, but he believed in it. And of course, it goes on and on. All this uh, kind of got me to thinking about smaller companies and the choices they get to be faced with. Um, and the, and the stances they take, the stands they take, uh, there's a plumber in town, for instance, that wears its devotion to Jesus Christ on their plumbing vans. There goes the plumber, and it's got the picture of Jesus on the back or a, a, some sort of phrase about it. And I have friends who won't do business with them because they don't like that, a, that a company has their religion 
enter into their business. But I also know people that say, I like that. I'm going to support them. So for every stand you take, you'll find some people that will side with you. Others will take a stand against you. You know, they'll not side with you, which is why, frankly, I think, you know, you don't see a lot of businesses taking stands on controversial issues because they don't want to stir things up. It might affect their bottom line and not in a positive way. It might draw attention that they would rather not have to deal with. Now, there are a lot of reasons you might want to take a stand or not. Uh, are you for or against LGBT rights? Are you for or against, uh, you know, re- immigration reform? Are you political? Do you want your religious beliefs known? Do you want to support the fight against climate change? Or do you even believe in climate change? A lot of issues you can step into, right? Uh, there are a number of high-profile organizations, such as the University of California, and I, I read this the other day, I can't think of the name, a really big hedge fund leader that have decided to disinvest in fossil fuels because they want to be seen as not supporting fossil fuels because of its impact on the climate. And then I read something just uh, this morning about Bill Gates, you know, multi-billionaire saying that doesn't really have any effect if you disinvest, but it's taking a stand. So it's public perception. And there's a lot to unpack when you as a company owner or manager decide to take a stand on something that may draw attention to you. You know, how will it affect your bottom line? How will your customers react? Will they support you? Will they spurn you? Does your stand communicate the message that you are doing what you believe to be the right thing? Again, public perception and in today's instant feedback loop, boy, uh, public comments can spread quickly. I mean, within minutes. With social media, something can uh, blow up and totally get out of hand. We've seen that happen many times. And on the other side of the coin, does it really matter to you? Are you making an impact on something that's important to you? And I, and I got to thinking uh, about uh, all the companies that will take a stand, the big companies that believe in something and they'll make a stand, whatever that may be. But then there's a lot of companies, and I know a handful here in the uh, Salem area, that are making an impact by not, they're not taking a stand really in the public, but they're putting their money where they believe it will do good. I can think of a couple of companies that give uh, money to nonprofits that do work they believe in. They're supporting it. They support like uh, community radio or supporting uh, programs to get homeless off the street or support some other cause they believe in. In a sense, it's kind of public because it's not private information, but they're not making a big deal out of it. They're not really getting into controversial issues. They're just supporting things they believe in by giving money. They're donating. So it's a little different maybe than taking a stand on some controversial public uh, 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 political issue. Uh, but it may be that giving time and money is actually more important because it's actually doing something. And again, I don't, I'm not arguing where you should or shouldn't stand. You should do what's right for you. If it's important enough that the company you own or work for takes a stand on something that earns both respect and maybe derision and polarizes things a bit or at least shines a light on the polarization like what Nike did with the Colin Kaepernick situation. If it's right for you, do it. If it's something you believe in, do it. I would say just think it through. Understand there may be consequences, even even unintended consequences. But, uh, you know, business today is not like it was 20 or 30 or 40 years ago. I think there's just a lot of uh, minefields that we can step into unless we know what we're stepping into. A lot to unpack on the idea of taking a stand as a company. I'm, I'm curious to hear your comments. Uh, this week's trade show tip is kind of related. I did a blog post recently called uh, Shake It Up. 
In it, I pointed to a handful of companies that have done unusual things at trade shows, a little out of the ordinary maybe, that got them some attention. It's a great place to take a stand for something you believe in. I've seen natural food producers, for instance, highlight uh, disappearing farmland uh, and make a big deal out of that. I've seen companies like our client Dave's Killer Bread last year dedicate a part of their display to hiring felons, giving them a second chance. It's important to them. It's an important issue to them. Because their company was founded by Dave of Dave's Killer Bread, who had a rocky history. Former felon managed to start a company and make a success of it, and it's important to him. So they took a position. So which they did, and they used their trade show appearance to take the stand. And, and that's actually not a bad place to do that. If it's something that's important to you, maybe not really political, but it was important to them to take a stand on uh, hiring felons, giving giving people a second chance. A trade show is actually a pretty good place to do that with the amount of traffic there and of course you can take pictures and videos and and spool that out into the larger world all right just about to wrap it up i have uh, this week's one good thing actually kind of two good things it's women's basketball in the state of oregon uh featuring the university of oregon ducks and the oregon state university beavers ducks and beavers are both great teams both in the top 10 at last check the ducks were number four they have a star Point guard named Sabrina Ionescu, who is just incredible to watch. She's not uh, extremely skilled at everything or anything, but she just understands the game and is such a great passer and a very good shooter. Uh, she's not really a standout. She just knows the game and knows where people are and knows how to play it, and it's really fun to watch. Uh, of course, the uh, Beavers have moved up to number seven. They played, uh, let's see, from what I'm... Taping this, they played last night. The the Ducks got the Beavers, but they are having another match uh, tomorrow. So by the time this posts, maybe they'll split. Who knows? Anyway, good women's basketball in college here in the state of Oregon. If you like good basketball, uh, check them out. They're worth it. And that's it for Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. Find me at tradeshowguy.net or tradeshowguy.blog. Uh, that's where the links are to all of the other stuff that I do online, social media, company website, and everything. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Have yourself a great week.